Okay. We got our recording started, so welcome everybody. I'm Reverend Anna Jones, and we're gathered here tonight for um, the Archangel Michael um, Global Transmissions. And um, this is the summer solstice that we're gathered on. It's not the exact time, but it is the exact day of the summer solstice. So um, it's a very, very powerful day. I'm going to speak a little bit uh, about myself, make a few announcements as I go along through, um, but I'm also going to speak a little bit about the solstice, and then I'm going to explain to you the process that we're going to uh, use this evening for receiving the message transmission, as well as the uh, light activation, the energetic part of the transmission um, from Archangel Michael. So um, I'll begin by, again, reminding everybody um, yeah, I'm not sure as far as I got the volume turned all the way up on my end. I can bring the computer a little closer. Uh, you might want to check your volume levels if people are having a hard time hearing me. Um, I was having a hard time getting the, uh, yeah, everything looks like it's good on sound. I was having a hard time getting the video working properly, so I'm hoping there's not a Zoom issue this evening. Um, but anyway, make sure your sound is uh, turned all the way up. Um, make sure you check on that. And... The recording, this recording, the, the audio recording, which is the one that actually goes um, onto the podcast you all will be receiving, the free podcast, this is on this device, and so it doesn't have to go through Zoom, so there's no uh, interruptions in the quality of the sound, so... All right. Um, yes, in fact, I'll, while I'm on the subject of the podcast, I'll let everybody know that, too. That'll be one of my announcements to make. Uh, everybody registered, even if you can't. Um, even if you can't uh, participate um, in the, the fullness of this, um, even if you're not participating live, uh, everybody will have the opportunity to listen to the recording once we have it posted up on the Celestial Voice podcast, which is available on iTunes, and it's available through my website. And we will send out an email newsletter to everybody registered. So that's one of the reasons why you give your email so that we can notify you and also so you can be notified of other events and transmissions and reminded uh, because this is a new series of transmissions uh, you can be reminded also uh, each month as to when those are going to be as well as other things that I, uh, I do and teach and facilitate uh, both with the angels and other parts of my ministry throughout the year so um, yeah so the Celestial Voice podcast there's several episodes already been posted um, from a previous uh, series of these uh, there was a series that I did with Archangel Michael Transmissions in 2021, a series in 2020, 2020. Um, and then I believe there was even a partial series of, of, trans, uh, of messages that are up there from um, 2019, and then there's some older ones uh, that are also up there as well. Um, by no way, shape, or form is it the full archive of uh, the messages that I've received from Archangel Michael, because uh, these messages have been something that I've been receiving consciously since the early 1990s. And when I look back into my life before I became conscious of, oh, that's who these messages uh, are coming from. Um, that's who this this voice of guidance and protection and wisdom comes from. Uh, before I was conscious and aware of that, I, I knew I had a strong connection with Archangel Michael, even all the way back into my childhood and um, felt his presence, felt his connection, felt uh, that, 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 that he was, uh, you know, working with me, uh, even as a very, very, very young child, for as long as I can remember, actually. 
Um, and then uh, just a little bit of my background. Also, um, I began getting not just feelings, not just, uh, you know, kind of comforting, warming, kind of intuitive feeling kind of experiences, um, but also at a very young age, being able to to see and to hear uh, celestial beings, uh, angelic beings, things that like, you know, there were no other explanation other than some mystical experience that I was having. And luckily I was raised by my great grandmother to not um, be afraid of those things. And um, then that become started to become more conscious uh, when I was uh, 14 and I began to be in, involved in a, a, a charismatic Catholic youth group that I was involved in. And that took it to a whole other level. And that's when I started getting messages, not just for me or just experiences of things that I personally was experiencing, but for other people. And it was even all the way back then that I started getting the, the message that I could take this further, that there was so much more to what was coming through. Because back then, as a teenager, in those years that I spent uh, doing that, doing that uh, spiritual healing work in that spiritual group, um, that energy work was profound, um, but those messages were just really short. They were just like a tell somebody this or tell somebody that and like maybe a, a word or a sentence or a phrase at most. But even then I, 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 I knew I had an inner intuitive knowing, um, just a, an inner knowing and started getting you know insights into um, that there was so much further, there was so much more uh, to what the um, ability was or gift was uh, or destiny is uh, that I have um, in helping to uh, continue the healing work um, because I've been doing multiple different forms of, of, of spiritual healing and energy healing and working with energy medicine ever since then as well, but um, also to continue to develop the ability to um to be the instrument for the messages to be able to be delivered. And um, that is my prayer. That is my intention is to just allow myself to uh, be in that state of surrender. And a lot of the development work between here and there, between where I started all of this and, and where I'm at with it now, um, a lot of it, uh, there's been many steps uh, to, in many things, many factors to it, but a lot of it um, has to do with just surrendering to be that instrument and allowing my voice to be the instrument. So uh, tonight um, I will be allowing um, th that voice surrendering so that uh, Archangel Michael can use my voice, use my body, use use uh, any, any part of me uh, to be able to uh, be the instrument to bring through a vocal transmission, a vocal message transmission. And then there's a whole the invocation part of this, um, that when we invoke him to do this kind of work that we're going to be doing tonight, um, then there's the whole way that that group, that collective uh, invocation that we have allows him uh, to be the instrument himself to uh, send a, a light activation, um, a, a, an energy transmission, right? The light activation is really a transmission of energy work. It's energy work that, that um, Archangel Michael is doing on all of us and on the planet. Um, so beyond the words themselves, there's all of the energy that he's transmitting to all of us, through all of us, you know, not just to me and through me, 
but to all of us, through all of us, and long term, even into the future, right? It's like anytime the invocation is is done, um, they give me like an invocation process, a, a process I'm going to guide you through tonight. I'm going to tell you what that process is, and I will guide you to each one go through that, and it's best if you participate in that process, but they said that whenever that process is in, engaged, the 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 energy is 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 palpable. It can be experienced. It can come it can come through, and it can be activated, and that light can be um, continued to be activated. Even in the words themselves, the words that come through and the message, the vocal message transmission, um, the, those are sound vibrations that are light activated. He says so. Uh, the words themselves. Are, are, are light activated that even when we hear them, it activates light within us, it activates light in the world, it activates light in our lives. So it's a planetary transmission, which is why I call it the global transmissions. Also because I'm, I'm inviting at Archangel Michael's request, the guidance that he's given me and the, and the messages that I've received from him about these. Um, he's asked me to do these. Uh, these these uh, are some, I, I started doing these global transmissions back around 2009, uh, even though I've been um, a conscious trance channel for the angels, um, you know, consciously again for Archangel Michael since the early 90s, but, you know, receiving messages even before then for other people, uh, etc. So I've been doing this for a very long time, but it was around 2009, 2010 uh, that I started doing the global transmissions for people. And it used to be just uh, on the solstices and the equinoxes only uh, that the Archangel Michael transmissions uh, were asked to be done. And it wasn't every single one, but it was most of them. Right? So I'd say most uh, of the equinoxes and the solstices since around 2009, 2010, um, I have spent uh, doing these global transmissions and each one of them is truly, truly a, a, a blessed experience for me, a very powerful experience for, for me and for everyone uh, who participates. So um, I encourage you to not just be a listener, not just be an observer, uh, but to actually be a participant when it comes time for me to um, guide us into the invocation prayer and the prayer process that the angels gave me specifically, because when this work went to a whole other level, was also in the mid 1990s or early 90s. I forget exactly what the date was, but um, it was it was early in the process of, um, of taking things onto the this this next level that I was given this process that we use tonight. And it's a it's a simple process of praising, asking, thanking, and receiving, and then returning back to praising again. So it's four things that are done in five steps. Um, and I'll guide you through each one of those steps to have the fullness of the experience tonight. Uh, but before I do, um, there's a few more things that I want to, uh, to, to say. One is about the solstice that we're at. So um, in fact, just recently, um, the last message, the global transmission was the spring equinox. And then before that, the last uh, global transmission from Archangel Michael was the winter solstice. Um, so it's been a while. I think the winter solstice may have been the end of the last series, but it's been a while since I've um, been doing a series. So again, at his request, um, I have been asked to put this together as a series of messages that he calls, he, he named, <laughs> I said, is there a theme? Is there a title? Is there something you want to call it? And the, the message that I got back was uh, the Solstice to Solstice series. 
So the Solstice of Solstice series. So this series is beginning tonight. They're all free. Um, all the podcasts are free. They're even downloadable. Um, so the podcasts are, are even free downloads. Um, however, uh, there are expenses to all of it. So uh, if you do feel so inspired uh, and you would like to make a love offering uh, to support this work, uh, to help cover uh, the expenses throughout the Solstice of Solstice, you know, throughout the, it ends up being, um, it ends up being seven sessions uh, that we'll be doing in this series. Um, it ends up being seven total sessions. Um, it's, it, there's a way to do so on the website where you register. So if you go back to the events page of AnnaJonesOnline.com um, and you click on the event, you'll be able to see the donation link there. Um, you'll also be able to find it on the home page of AnnaJonesOnline.com. Um, at the very bottom of the homepage, there's a donation link there. So if you feel so inspired or so inclined to make a love offering, uh, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, so the Solstice to Solstice series, so this will be ending then on the winter solstice. So that'll be the last transmission. Um, and he's asked for instead, last time it was the 20th of every month. In the last, the last couple series, it was the 20th of every month. Uh, and so he's asked that it be on the 21st. Of every month, I have noticed uh, that um, the uh, summer solstice, I think even the fall equinox and the winter solstice are on the 21st. So that might be the reason why he chose it. Um, but uh, so those of you who participated in previous series and you're used to it being on the 20th, make sure you mark your calendar that it's actually on the 21st in this, ser this solstice and solstice series. Uh, last year was equinox uh, ser series that started on the equinox. This year it starts on the solstice on the 21st of every month. Um, and we will be, um, it usually takes five to seven days, something like that, uh, business days. I have to get the recording to my web assistant, Jeff, and um, then he has to, so I have to process it in some ways, get it to him. He has to process it in other ways, get it up onto uh, iTunes, get it up onto the website. And then so be looking for the email that the recording is ready. Uh, sometime within five to seven days, um, which will be outside the solstice period, but uh, it'll still be a wonderful time to listen to it because we'll still be in the kind of the time period of peak light. And the solstice is peak light, um, especially the summer solstice, which is for those of us who are in the northern hemisphere. It's solstice around the world. In the southern hemisphere, it's winter solstice right now. In the northern hemisphere, it's summer solstice. Uh, the word itself um, is a word that means sun stands still um, because when the ancients would look up to the sky uh, and look and watch and track the movement of the sun on these days, on the days of the winter solstice or the summer solstice, uh, it would appear as if the sun didn't move from its location, from its position in the sky as far as this northern southern movement now we would move obviously in court according to the the cycles of the day but as far as like uh it moving uh you know it moves further north during the summertime uh for this those of us in the southern uh, northern hemisphere uh it's actually the sun is actually lined up now with the tropic of cancer um, so it moves farther north in the, in the summer, summertime for us, and it moves farther south in the, um, in the wintertime for us. Uh, so it, it would appear as if it wasn't moving in that normal uh, north-south uh, north motion that it was making on the days of both the winter solstice and the summer solstice, thus the word solstice, which, which translates as sun stands still. 
for the winter for the summer solstice it is peak light uh, the longest day of the year this is what it's m most people know it for right most people know it as the first day of summer although there are several um, ancients the ancient Celtic people for example um, there are also ancient indigenous people of other locations around the world um, that saw it not as the beginning of summer but as the middle of it and thus the phrase midsummer um, midsummer's night uh, is tonight, Midsummer's Night, uh, Midsummer's Eve uh, would have been last night. Uh, so that's where that term actually comes from, uh, is if you've ever heard that term and wondered, uh, of which I'm sure everybody has, uh, would say, well, why, why is the summer solstice called Midsummer? Um, because uh, those ancient groups of people believed that um, we're actually at the peak now because of it being peak light, we're at, we're, we're at the peak uh, of the summer energy, the midway through that that that's that energetic cycle, um, and uh, so we're at that midway midway point. That, and for those who follow that sacred time calendar, that um, beginning of summer and the energy, or that what I call the summer tide, I like to think of it as an energy tide. The beginning of summer tide would have been on May the first. And the end of that summer tide will be on August the 1st, with this being the midsummer. But for those following other sacred time calendars, it's the beginning. Um, and according to um, astronomers and in, in here in the, in the West and in the United States where I'm located at, um, it's considered to be the first, first day of, of summer. But it is still the longest day of the year, which its energy um, is just really, really strong, really, really powerful, um, bringing us light, bringing us life force um, and, and bringing us uh, new possibilities, right? New possibilities for amazing growth. It's like a really powerful, like, you know, jolt or boost for, you know, amazing, amazing growth um, that can happen over the coming months um, that will lead up to the harvest at the um, at the fall equinox. So uh, including, you know, growth in the in the, in the plant kingdom and, uh, you know, with with the animal kingdom. So that that growth is not just for for us. It's just growth in, in every way and in all levels. This particular solstice feels even more strong and even 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 power, more powerful, I would say. Um, feel stronger, more powerful, maybe more significant, uh, transformational, uh, like, you know, big, big things are happening. So if you're wondering and you haven't been like tuning into what are some of the celestial energies that we're dealing with right now, because those energies do very much um, influence us, whether we're aware of it or not, whether we realize it or not, um, the energies of the sun and the moon and the stars and the planet, they are all intertwined and interconnected with the earth and with all of us. And they have effects on us, known and unknown to us. But that's because this solstice is aligned with a five-planet planetary alignment, a rare one um, that is happening. And one of the things that's rare about it is it's happening all month. Um, it started in the early part of June, around June the 3rd, June the 4th, that time period. I think it was June the 3rd. Um, 
I don't have the date right in front of me, and it involves the planets of Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. So all of the ones that are in our closest neighborhood. Um, so Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, uh, five planet planetary alignment happening um, this month. And the peak of it um, the, is actually in the next few days is, is, is believed to be right now um, and you know, here on the solstice uh, leading up to um, when the moon will actually be entering into that five planet alignment. So it'll be the five planets and the moon in this solstice energy that we're in um, so it won't be in the solstice window the three-day window but we'll definitely still be in the energy of it uh, the cusp so to speak um, and that'll be on Friday um, on Friday this Friday uh, June 24th um, that that moon will enter into the alignment and this five planet planetary alignment that's now picking up the solstice energy will be um, will be culminating anytime you have this many planets then the sun and the moon involved major transformation um, so I'm eager to ask Archangel Michael about some of that transformation um, I always ask questions on our behalf that's the way it works best um, because there's literally uh, just too, too many people that would be, uh, you know, too many questions if I open it up to everybody to be able to do so. Um, so what I do is I think of, I meditate ahead of time and I talk to my husband and a few other people, I listen to some of the previous messages, uh, get reflections, etc. And then, I, and I also just kind of think of like where we're at right now, like where we're at right now with this alignment for what, what questions I want to ask. So one of the questions I want to ask is what are these powerful transformational energies associated with this alignment? What, you know, how do we align ourselves with it? Of course, doing any kind of sacred work puts us in alignment with it. And that's always the best thing to do uh, at any time of major celestial events. Um, it's always best to do spiritual work of any kind of any nature, uh, prayer, meditation, ceremony, ritual, anything that is aligned with your heart is aligned with you. That's going to put you in alignment uh, with the, divine energies right because these are these sacred alignments they are sacred and they're very much uh, divine energies uh, that, that are coming through them so uh, ways of put, to put us into alignment but if there's anything specific that he wants to say or like for example um, I believe it was the summer solstice of 2020 uh, no it was the summer solstice of last year actually I think it was the 20, summer solstice of 2021 he gave, um, Archangel Michael just channeled straight through, just gave the message straight through, uh, guiding actually a very, very detailed uh, golden solar light activation meditation um, that I recorded and I um, uh, had it as the free gift that I was giving away to people during the, the Christmas time. And it is up actually, uh, it's in the longer transmission. I did, it's not a segue, it's not a segmented, uh, meaning it hasn't been edited to where the meditation is pulled out, but it is up actually on last year on um, that that one last year last summer. Uh, it is up on the podcast on the Special Voice podcast. If you scroll back, if you scroll down, I think it says something in there about golden solar light um, activation. So if there's anything like that, I mean, that was like very 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 powerful, amazing, uh, amazing meditation. 
that um, that he didn't just give and tell us to do. He actually guided and facilitated it during. So if there's something for this solstice, uh, just in general going forward for the transformation, for the growth, uh, for this alignment, if there's anything that will help align us more, I ask him to feel free to um, bring that through, uh, share that with us in any way, guide us in any way towards that. Um, other questions, let's see, because part of the process that they gave me years ago was to never approach without questions because the word question is quest I on and um, it enables them to know what it is that we're seeking, um, what it is that we're seeking, what it is that we're ready for, what it is that we are um, desiring to uh, have their help with and their support with. Uh, asking you shall receive is also uh, another very important part of of why we need to ask, um, because it, it tells them uh, what we are what we're ready to receive. Uh, so there's lots of reasons for the questions. Um, but I've looked, I've listened to, and pulled out a few things from some of the previous messages, especially the winter solstice recently, and the most recent spring equinox message. And there were a couple of things that I wanted to ask him about. One of the things that he said that was going to be uh, a theme of his, a couple of themes that he mentioned. Um, he mentioned a couple of themes, one being integration. Um, he said that if he had a keyword that he would use to refer to this year, because his keyword last year during our series of transmissions from Archangel Michael was emergence. That was his keyword. He said his keyword for this year would be integration. So I would love to hear more about that if he would like to share with us. That would be uh, excellent if he could continue to um, just know that he has the permission and, and, our, and our questions definitely align with him and wanting to know more about how is this a year of integration? What do we need to do during this year to integrate? Those types of questions are the questions that I'm, that I'm putting out there. Um, the other theme, which is not just a theme that is for this uh, series, but is a theme that he's been on for quite a long time. Um, he moves in and out of it. Uh, he'll talk about it um, and then he'll kind of go off into other things. He's been uh, talking about the virtues for quite a long time. In fact, he talked so much about the virtues over the last three years, uh, especially the last two years, that I'm also open to anything if he wants to tell us more about um, these amazing teachings that he's been giving on the powers of the virtues and just speak more about that. But this bigger theme that he's been uh, on has to do with the subject of the heart and keeping the heart open. And these are his words, <laughs> keeping the heart open in all ways, at all times, and under all circumstances. That's been his theme. Um, and even just recently, uh, him coming through in a private client session, because I don't just do these, these global um, transmissions, I actually do this work um, privately one-on-one -on -one with people where you get to ask your own questions and it's your own angels that come through. If you're aligned with Archangel Michael, he could definitely come through for you just as he did for one of a private session with a private client recently. And um, it was during that time period where uh, it was it was it was obvious that uh, he wanted to uh, continue also to to speak on this this theme of keeping the heart open and he revealed 
that this is a major part of his mission right now. Um, he, re he revealed just, a, it was just a few days ago, actually, I believe sometime last week, but um, he revealed that it's a, a very important part of his mission is to help us uh, to keep our hearts open, to um, make sure that our hearts are protected because he is a, a protector, a guardian, but he's so much more than that. Um, long before Archangel Michael was known as a guardian and a protector, um, long before he was known to have the symbols of the spiritual warrior and carry the shield and the sword, uh, he was known in uh, ancient artwork and, and, and um, in ancient times to be a healing angel. And um, that the, the 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 instrument that he carried wasn't a sword, but was a st was the staff of life. Um, and so the staff of life, which gives life and is able to heal and restore, and even the sword uh, is not an instrument of uh, destruction. It's not an instrument of 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 death or uh, pain or anything like that. Um, that that's not what it's a symbol of. It also is a symbol of transmutation, um, that it is a, a sword of light, that everything that um, is, is touched by it, uh, just like the staff of life, is actually uh, returned to its original energy, to its original light, to its original uh, divine light and divine vibration, uh, that, that divine source. Uh, so um, that's uh, who, who the being is, the being of light that we're talking about when we talk about Archangel Michael. And so he's not just uh, got a mission to just protect us physically, um, emotionally, uh, you know, the, the people we care about, love, etc. Um, but he has these other roles associated with healing. And, and, and of course, being the most powerful of all of the archangels, um, meaning like he is the leader of all of the archangels. And in all of the um, different angelic transmissions that I've done from from all of the angelic realms, um, that I've worked with because I don't just channel Archangel Michael on the Archangel, but many other beings from the angelic realms as well. Um, they all say that they, he has some quality of each one of them and that the reason why he is their, he is their leader and he leads them is um, because he has some quality of all of them. And there's some divine quality he has that is special too, which is even mentioned in his name. Um, when we sing uh, in our praise chant, we're going to actually um, have a very specific praise chant we're going to use. And uh, we're going to um, invoke Archangel Michael as part of that praise chant. Um, but the, we're going to use the, the pronunciation Mikael, 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 which is a pronunciation that he's given me to work with in this chant. And um, it has uh, that name L in it, right? So E-L at the end that you see as Gabriel, Raphael, you know, the, the, these are the Hebrew names for these beings that actually precede all of the religions. I just also want to make sure that we're clear on that, that it's not, this is not a religious experience. It has nothing, they're not limited to any one particular religion or a group of people who follow any religion. So um, they, they have been in existence since the beginning of time, since the beginning of, of, of all existence and they are pure beings of pure love and pure beings of pure light that transcend and precede 
uh, all of the religions of the world. So um, again, I'm not going to take any questions. If anybody could just forego using the chat until we're done, until we're finished with everything tonight. Um, otherwise, it would just it, it's too uh, disruptive that it gets me off of the course of the, the flow that I'm in. But I will look at it um, by the time that we finish tonight, and I'll um, invite everybody also to, to do so at the end. Um, so this is the, the this the, these are these incredible beings, right? These incredible beings of pure love and light that aren't limited in who they help. Uh, they they they're not um, just helping one group and not helping others. Um, they're they're here to help us. And one of the things that they're, he's he said that he has very much as a part of his mission right now is the subject of keeping the heart open. There've been so many messages from him that I literally have enough to fill two volumes of a book, but I definitely have been working on one of the volumes uh, and, and that is going to be the next book that I do come out with. I'm still working on it, um, but it is in process and uh, it, it's making progress on the subject of keeping the heart open and messages he's already given about that. So I just want to say to him, you know, please give us anything else in the teachings about that right now, especially right now where we're at. Um, there must be some reason why he feels the need to, to to bring it back up again because he said it was going to be another one of his themes. I think it was in the Equinox message that he said that. So um, anything about keeping the heart protected and keeping the heart open. I think those were my major questions for tonight. And then again, we always end the prayer, uh, just give him permission to share with us anything that he feels is for our highest good. And these beings of pure love and pure light, uh, they operate only um, from the place that is from the highest good. So uh, they're only going to share with us that which is for the highest good. So back to the prayer. Oh, I know I was, I don't think I told you, um, Mikhail, 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 Michael's name. So Michael is how it's pronounced in English, right? So there's many different pronunciations in different languages. But that L at the end of it um, is an ancient Hebrew name for God. And um, these are the names that we're most familiar with and that we have the most like written, documented uh, history on. Um, and this particular Hebrew trans translation, if you translate it from Hebrew into English of Michael's name, um, it is Michael means he who is like unto God or he who is like, uh, like God. Um, so like I said, there's even something special um, in some, some divine quality uh, mission purpose, so to speak, that he carries uh, that also makes uh, him, him very special in that way as well. All right, so what is the process? So like I said, it's praising, asking, thanking, receiving, and back to praise again. So this is the process the angels gave me. They told me to keep using it. It will work for me. It'll even work for other people to make that connection with them. Um, and I'm going to keep using it until they tell me otherwise, until they either update it or tell me otherwise. I've been working with it for years, uh, whether I'm in group session or private session. So we're going to do for our praise chant. So praising is... It's not about boosting anybody's ego. That's not what it's about at all. In fact, um, Archangel Michael is, the Archangels don't have ego the way we have ego, the way we experience ego. Um, so these are praise, praising, uh, and we're not really praising Archangel Michael. When we chant Mikael, 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 we are invoking the energy of that being, that, that being of light that Archangel Michael is, but we're also invoking 
he who is like unto God, right? So the L, the L, L is an ancient Hebrew name for God. Um, it's one of the oldest, actually. Um, one of the oldest, L, E-L. Um, so you'll see it at the end of Raphael, Gabriel, Michael, which is, again, we're, we're, we're pronouncing Michael tonight, um, and uh, et cetera, so on, Raziel, uh, you know, the, the list goes on and on as to how many there are that have that. Not all, but um, many, many, many that have that. Um, so the, the, the praise chant, so we're going to use a chant, um, which is very universal uh, amongst spiritual traditions uh, to use chant and song um, for, for praise. And the, really, the, the, the whole idea of praise is love, right? So it's not about boosting an ego. It's, it's, it's not like, you know, the divine needs this from us, you know, but, but it's really about connecting in love, expressing love vibrating that love which is really what an act of praise is and the angels are always in this state they're always in a state of constant praise they're always in a state of constant communion and love and they're always in a state of constant um, praise and it's one of the things that keeps them constantly uh, connected it's, it, it, there's a whole bunch of things that they've taught on that over the years so um, that's also something that I'm always interested in hearing more about. Uh, if they if they want to speak more about it, I'll throw that question out there too. If, if Archangel Michael wants to say something about it, so we'll we'll get, we'll chant Archangel Michael's name. So Michael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, which are two other ancient Hebrew names for God, um, and Adonai again, and then Eloheinu. So Michael, 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 Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu. And then Mikael, Mikael, Mikael again. So that's the praise chant. And we'll just keep repeating it. So I'll begin it. I'll start it. We'll just keep repeating it. We'll repeat it until I feel, you know, the energy really coming through strongly. I feel like that vibration is really there. Um, and uh, that is very palpable. So uh, we'll just keep repeating it. And then I'll guide us seamlessly into the asking. So praising, asking. Uh, the asking portion is um, then I'll have us like go through uh, some specific uh, invocation statements that we want to make and uh, things that we want to ask Archangel Michael uh, to come through again and only in a different way. And then we want to, uh, you know, ask for his help, ask for his support, ask for this light activation, ask for this message transmission, all that. Right. So all that. Um, and then we'll move, I'll move you seamlessly. So again, we're just going to be relaxed. We're going to sit back. We're going to meditate uh, during during this time and just follow along with me. Um, and I'll have us do the thanking. So we'll go seamlessly into the thanking in which um, I'll invite you to um, do a gratitude prayers. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll do a little bit of facilitation of guiding some of that gratitude. Um, but it really can be said in whatever way. Like, you know, you don't have to do it exactly the way that I'm saying, you definitely don't have to say any of the things that I'm saying. You can, you know, follow these steps in totally, completely your own way. Um, I'm an interfaith minister and my work and my calling, uh, both with my healing ministry, as well as my angelic ministry, and the third part of my ministry, which is the, the part that made me an interfaith, made me become an interfaith minister in the first place, is to help people uh, with whether it be through workshops or pilgrimages or retreats or whatever to be able to or even private session work to be able to 
um, develop their close relationship with the divine from whatever relationship, their personal relationship is, uh, to, to grow in that personal relationship with the divine is that third part of my ministry. So uh, please feel free to just make it just personalized, uh, it, no matter what it is that I'm saying or instructing. Um, so, and then once we're finished with asking, I'll guide you to go into the receiving with me. Your receiving will be different. Um, you're receiving, it will be just, just relaxing into a meditative listening state. Um, just relax, meditate, listen, receive. You don't need to take notes right now. We have the video recording going. We have the, the backup. We have the MP3 recording, which is going to be on the, the, the podcast we're going. You're all going to get the podcast recording. You can take notes from it afterwards. You can take notes from the podcast. Um, really, this is your opportunity to receive. Uh, to really receive and people that allow themselves to just relax and receive they can sometimes feel you know Archangel Michael working directly with them um, you know they, they feel their love and presence of him they feel the the support or or they, they feel you know the, the 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 so much like gratitude or energy or help persistence coming from him um, and many people have even reported an experience that he feel they feel like you know he, he's speaking directly to them about something that that, that, that they needed to hear, uh, which is also kind of an amazing, I find miraculous kind of experience that we, so many of us can have that experience, even though he's speaking to all of us, because uh, it's happened so many times over the years where I've had people say to me, I felt like he was speaking directly to me, something that I needed to hear. Uh, so it, it, in fact, I, it, it always happens to me uh, in some way, shape or form. I'm actually hearing it at the same time that you're hearing it. I'm going to be in a deep meditative state. Um, it's, a, it's a meditative trance state that I'm able to go into and stay in. Um, so I'll be in that deep meditative state, but I will be listening. I'll be watching, observing um, at the same time all of you are, but with my eyes closed, right? Well, all of us will have our eyes closed. What I'm watching is sometimes a lot of visuals. Um, sometimes it's only a little bit. Sometimes it's a lot. Once he's finished speaking and bringing through whatever the energy transmission and activation is that he wants to bring through, um, then I'll bring us up out of the um, of, of, of the message transmission. I'll bring us up out of it with another praising at the end, right? So the praising at the end will be just very short uh, and it will only be Adonai Elohim by itself. Again, those two Hebrew names for God, Adonai and Elohim. So um, we'll just do Adonai Elohim a few times at the end, and then I'll come fully up out of my meditation. I'll bring everybody else fully up out of their meditations. And um, once I've returned back up out of the meditation, I'll share with you if there were any visuals, right? Um, uh, sometimes it's only a little bit. Sometimes it's things that I can't even describe. Um, you know, the, the, the things that they, these, these higher beings have shown me, uh, I'm forever grateful for. And there's so much that I also couldn't even begin to describe sometimes. So, um, but I will do my best. If there was uh, a lot of times it's energy uh, that I'm seeing, but light and things that's happening with energy and light, but I'll do my best uh, to, to describe if there were any visuals. Definitely I'll share with you if there was anything additional that I felt or saw uh, or just what stood out to me, um, because sometimes there's certain parts of it that like really blaringly um, stand out to me. Uh, but I am I am having a full sensory experience, uh, hearing, listening, seeing, feeling at the same time that the message is coming through. Um, I'm not hearing it and then saying it. I'm hearing it at the same time all of you are hearing it and having this 
full sensory experience while I'm in the trance state. It's like I've expanded my energy, my spirit out so that that energy can come in. But it's this deep communion experience. And this is so much that um, they, they, they give me uh, in that experience that I will attempt to share. And so once I've done sharing that, um, then we can open up the chat um, for anybody who wants to um, ask a question on there, make a comment say goodbye, say hello, whatever, whatever you'd like, okay? So, all right, so let's go ahead and start the process. So we're gonna make ourselves comfortable. That's step one. So we're gonna sit back, I'm gonna get a drink of water here. We're gonna sit back, we're gonna close our eyes. A nice comfortable position. It's fine if you're laying down, but know that sometimes people go really deep when they're laying down. So if you're really tired, it's possible you also might fall asleep, but that's okay. You'll get the recording. All right, we're going to begin by just taking some long, slow, deep breaths in order to center ourselves. And now I'm going to begin the praise chant and ask you all to, you're all muted. No one else can see or hear you. So you can join either silently or out loud. But again, you're going to get the most of this experience if you participate in all these steps. Mikaya Mikaya Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu,
Miguel, 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 Adonai Elohim, Take some more long, slow, deep breaths. And we're gonna move into the asking. So please follow along in whatever way feels right to you. Let's guide us through the steps. So next, let's all ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light calling in the presence of divine love and divine light. And let's ask that we all be connected in a circle of love and a circle of light that extends across the space that separates us supposedly that we have the feeling or our senses tell us, separate us. So just being in a circle of connection, a circle of light, and in that waveform of light, we're all connected, just as we are all connected through the light of our spirit, through the light of our soul. And that extends beyond space and time even, so that any experiencing this transmission in the future also can benefit from it through the recordings and be able to connect with it. So we're connecting into the now, the eternal now, where past, present, and future are all one and interconnected where we always are, where we always exist. And so we are a circle of light. We are connected and protected within our own light. And we are connected in this moment, in the now with each other. At this time of sacred alignment with the solstice and the planets of the planetary alignment, 
and beyond. And then let's silently call out to Archangel Michael again in whatever way feels right to you. Ask him to enfold us, embrace us in a circle of love and light that is his energy. To activate the light within us, to activate the light with, for humanity and for the earth that he chooses to activate at this time. and ask him to be the messenger that he is, as angel means messenger, and to bring forward to us whatever message that responds to any of the questions that I've asked here today on all of our behalf, or any message that he feels is for our highest good. Let's give him permission to speak freely to us about anything that he feels is for the highest good of each and every one of us and the highest good of all. And then we're going to move into the gratitude, the thanking. So I'm going to guide us to do some gratitude prayer here. Let's first hit our hearts feel gratitude. We'll begin with gratitude for Archangel Michael, for all of who he is, of all of what he does, known and unknown to us, visible and invisible to us. Because there's so much of who he is and what he does that is invisible and unknown. So we want to offer gratitude for Archangel Michael and his role in our life and his role in our world as he helps all beings on the earth and beyond. And then we'll expand our gratitude and the next, our prayer will be individual prayer in whatever way feels right to you. Just sending out your gratitude directly to the divine for all of the blessings of life, for the blessing of life itself. Just really being grateful not only for all of the blessings in our personal lives, but the blessings in our world and the blessing of life itself. And when we're finished with our gratitude, we're going to move into the receiving now. So I want you to just relax yourself even more. I want you to use your breathing. Let yourself relax into a quiet, meditative listening state. You're just in a meditative listening state, letting yourself be open to receive whatever blessing, whatever message, whatever Archangel Michael wants to transmit at this time. 
I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be the vocal transmission that he wishes to transmit at this time. Indeed, I do wish to speak today on the subject of integration. As I have said, it is one of my themes for this series of messages that I have asked to transmit. And it's a theme, not just because of my choosing, but because of where you are all at in your collective journey with each other and through some of the great shifts that have been taking place in your lives, in your world, and for the planet itself. There are so many things that I could say, too much to say all at once, which is why I've also asked for this series to have the time to go much more into depth. Because integration is the process of allowing something to go deeper. It's the process of truly receiving something, processing something, bringing that energy, whatever energy it is, in to the depths. Everything is energy. Everything in all of the material world and the spiritual world. Everything is energy. So regardless of whatever it is that's happening in your life, think of everything as energy. 
And regardless of how that energy is moving or not moving, because energy needs to move, and when it is in a state of slow movement, so slow that it may even appear as not moving, the energy is still there. Regardless of how it is moving or how it is flowing, all energy must be circulating is one of the best use, words that I can use. Circulating. And for circulation to take place, especially the energies within the material world, in your material bodies, in your material lives, energy must be given out and it must be received. The inflow and the outflow. This happens in the beating of your heart. It happens in the breathing of your breath. The inflow and the outflow of the energy that must continue to circulate as all energy must circulate. Integration actually allows for so much more energy to move. Because it's part of the process of receiving. Really allowing yourself to receive. Receiving deeply. Let's take, for example, information. There is so much energy circulating in the world as information. So much so that your cultures have deemed it the information age. That you've been in for quite some time now. That energy is moving at very dynamic rates. So much information. When you really take the time and you allow yourself to really receive it and process it and integrate it, there are different stages that happen. taking information into stages of integration where you work with it, you pay attention to it, you look at it from different angles of vision, you learn even more about it, helps it become knowledge. Through the processes of integration, information can become knowledge. Learning 
is a process of integration. Listening is a process of integration. In order to integrate, you must commit to both. Learning, listening, allowing, receiving. And then when you take that information that you have integrated into knowledge and you take it even deeper, you work with it even more. You let it penetrate deeper, know it in a myriad of more ways and know it on other levels, including the knowing of the heart. Because when something is fully integrated, when knowledge is fully integrated, the heart is involved. When all energies are fully integrated, The body, the mind, the heart, and the soul are all involved. It moves on all of those levels, regardless of what the energy is. When it becomes integrated on all of those levels, when that information that became knowledge becomes integrated body, mind, heart, and soul. Then it becomes realization as it goes deeper beyond the mind, it becomes deeper realization and can even be revelation as it connects and penetrates into the heart. It becomes fully realized and full revelation that comes with that. That full revelation and realization, especially coming on the collective level of the collective heart, of which I will not speak too much about here today because there's so much to say about that subject. The individual heart and the collective heart. the heart that unites you all. Where you are connected as one heart. I have much more I will say in the future on this subject. But what I have just been teaching about integration 
is why it's so important for you all right now. There is so much potential to this time period that you're in. The shifts that have been taking place in the world and in your lives, especially in the big ones over the last two years, they have moved everyone in a new direction. Nothing and no one is the same. There's no going backwards to what was because no one is the same. Nothing is the same. And there's an imbalance right now of so many using their energy, whether it be through their thoughts or their words or their actions, to try to take things back, back to what was, back to the way things were, back to normal. Which is a very tricky word. Because who decides what that is? There's no going back. There's only forward. There's only integrating at this new level. Because regardless of appearances and regardless of how much work there is still to be done, absolutely there is so much work to be done to heal yourselves, to heal your relationships with each other, to heal your world. There's so much healing work to be done. But even with all that still needs to be healed, even with all of the work and transformation that still needs to be done, I can assure you that even though it may not always feel like it and it may not always seem like it, that these transformations and these shifts that have happened and this new trajectory that you are all on, it has moved you all onto a higher level where now you are to integrate at a new and higher level. It is difficult to see and feel sometimes because externally, due to how much healing that there is to do, due to how much work and service there is still to perform, 
and so much change and transformation there is to make, it feels as if, and indeed it appears as if, and manifests as if, there is a convergence taking place, a crisis convergence taking place. It's not by accident that you all feel this right now at this time of this rare planetary alignment that even once it is over is part of shifting things once again onto that next highest level. But a crisis convergence is an opportunity. There are many different ways of looking at and responding to what a crisis is. Each one of them is hard enough energetically to respond to and can cause stress for you all, depending upon how you move with that energy, how you use that energy, what you do with that energy, because stress is energy. All crises, even the ones that are converging now into a crisis convergence, they are all happening because of dynamics of energy. So how do you respond to it? What do you do with that energy? How are you to respond to that energy? How you move with that energy? How you use that energy? This is yet another reason. This crisis convergence and learning to respond to it energetically very different is yet another reason why you are all in a place of integration right now. You have to go deeper. The crisis convergence and everything that has led up to it and everything that is a part of it and all that it energetically is, is a opportunity for all to rise into that next highest level, for some very, very old, old patterns to be released, transformed and transmuted once and for all. There's so much opportunity, there's so much potential, there's so much to be grateful for. But when you allow yourself to go deeper, go deeper into your wisdom, you can respond to these energies, all of them, in a way that allows you to not only stay protected and keep your hearts open, but move further into your power and play your role in the whole. 
use your soul gifts the way that you and you alone have the ability to use your soul gifts, to play your role as a co-creator in this world. The things that you are meant to co-create. In times where there are such moments as you find yourselves in where there's so many factors that are a part of the crisis that are converging, It can feel overwhelming. And there's an unconscious tendency to respond in fear, to respond or react through the active forms of fear, which are worry and anxiety, or to respond with doubt or skepticism or apathy. want to tune something out and not listen, to push some things away, to push the information away, to push the energies away. When you are in a state of integration, When you are fully integrated, your spirit is more integrated in your body. Your soul is more integrated in your body. And this is the true integration that's ultimately happening right now. And purpose for all of it. This isn't all happening so that you disconnected is happening to make you even more present in the now, to integrate your spirit and your soul even more into your physical form, to integrate with your physical form your spirit body, your light body. For there to be much more integration of the physical body and the light body. That is all possible. At such times of opportunity. A crisis convergence is an opportunity convergence. What will you do with the energy? The choice is yours. Do not be afraid.
Fear not. Bring in your light, your power. Allow it to fully integrate. Allow your spirit, your soul, to be fully integrated. It's who you are. It's who you are. Integration leads to as I said, realization and revelation. Self-realization, self-revelation, soul-realization, soul-revelation. And this being a year of integration does not mean that there will not be many new things coming into your lives because that is going to be always a constant. Change is a constant of the material world. There will always be new things and new energies. And it doesn't mean that you have to integrate everything all at once either. What I am advising and asking you all to do is to even just focus on one thing. Even if you just choose one thing. and really work to take it deeper, to focus on it and integrate it more, whether it's one thing you're learning or one thing that you're starting or whether it's a choice to integrate in more of your spirit, more of your soul. Whatever intention you have, whatever choice you make, it doesn't have to be limited to one thing, but if you just start with one thing and you spend this time period between this solstice and the winter solstice, really working to integrate that one thing, that one intention and going deeper and deeper bringing it into further and further realization. So much of the opportunities that I'm speaking of will be allowed to be received, will be more open for you to receive. 
The heart has to be included. You can't just keep it in your mind and in your thoughts. They have to be integrated. That could even be your intention. So many of you could be benefited immensely by just focusing on integrating the mind and the heart. Having them be fully integrated with each other, fully connected, fully aligned, fully in balance, which is all part of integration. In right relationship with each other. And the other important thing about integration to know, pertaining to this year and the coming months left in this year, is this where you're all collectively at. Through these major shifts and this new trajectory that's a part of it, Major, major transformation has taken place, as I said. All of you are no longer the same. No one and nothing. As it is meant to be. As it is meant to be for the highest good to be done. There's no going back. There's only the integration now. It's at this level. And the groundedness that that brings you to respond to the crises of opportunity, the convergence of opportunity, which is what it really is. and use it in a way that's for your highest good and for the highest good of all. It's even where you're at with the process of the pandemic. As you move further now into what will be the endemic phase, which is an integration of it. Into your lives, into the world. Integration is where you are all at. Collectively. Even the new things that are coming in 
they can become what they have the opportunity and the possibilities for being. As you integrate, and it is a groundedness. If you receive, if you have a garden and you receive a new plant to put into that garden, in order to integrate it with the garden, you have to ground it, you have to put it into the ground. So there's going to be a lot of energies moving and fast. There is going to be a lot more changes coming as a part of the opportunities that are presenting themselves and fast. Don't cling to the old. Don't try to go back. Don't seek for what was. Take all of the opportunity, all of the new, all that's within you, all that's within your soul, all of where you are now, 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 and now, and integrated, grounded, manifested fully through your being. With confidence, and with the virtues. The virtue that I spoke more at length about before of the heart that is the virtue of courage. And the virtue that I will speak about now, which you must use in everything that you are integrating and in everything that you're doing to be able to work with all of these opportunities going forward and only forward. And that virtue is the virtue of perseverance. It is also a virtue of the heart. It is a divine virtue, a divine power, as I have spoken of the virtues and described them to you. Divine powers, energies that you can tap into like a deep well that is always there for you to draw from and access and tap into. Not outside of yourself, but inside yourself. The virtues of the heart, 
courage being one, love being another. Even though I've identified that love is a virtue, but it is also so much more. Compassion being another. So many of the virtues are virtues of the heart. Today I will speak about perseverance. Perseverance. And how it's a virtue that you must use to take these opportunities and move forward integrating at this highest level that you're now on and moving into. Perseverance is ultimately a virtue that is connected to your will. A quality, a divine quality that adds strength to your will and even more power to your will as powerful as it is, as free will was given to you as one of your powers to co-create with in this world and within the space-time continuum. So will itself is a power of co-creation. And then when you combine it, with the virtue, the power, the divine power and virtue of perseverance, it empowers the will even more. It is not stubbornness that is a shadow manifestation. Perseverance empowers the will to never give up. To never give up. And it is most powerful when it is used and combined with the virtue of surrender, which does not mean giving up. It means giving over. When you use the virtue of perseverance and the virtue of surrender combined, you never give up. But you are constantly giving over, allowing yourself to be an instrument, allowing yourself to be of service, allowing yourself to be a vessel, an instrument of co-creation, and all of your light 
and all of your gifts and all of your power to be used in alignment with the divine will and alignment with divine accord. When both are combined, it is awe-inspiring. When you see greatness, someone performing acting or serving or doing something in greatness. You recognize it, you witness it. You're in awe of it. All of you can recognize greatness when you see it. Regardless if it is greatness in an athlete or greatness in a humanitarian, whatever it is that is that unique greatness that can shine through and manifest through. You see it and you recognize it. And there's certain moments where that greatness really shines. When you all shine in your greatness, It's when those two powers, those two virtues, the virtues of perseverance and surrender are in full integration and full synergy. And the greatest greatness with all of the other virtues and so many other virtues that can be combined and synergize with it as well. The greatness isn't just something that you see in other people. Those virtues aren't just something that manifest in others. They are in you. This infinite divine well is accessible within you. Working with the virtues individually is a wonderful thing to do and highly recommended. But when you integrate them, And when you integrate them and they're from your heart and you're living and you're acting and you're serving and you're speaking in that integrated state of virtue from your heart, you are in your greatness. You will shine in your greatness. The greatness that's yours and yours alone as each one of you have it within you.
for lack of a better way of describing it and for lack of a better word to use. This is no time to de-evolve. This is no time to go into fear or shut down or tune out or turn off. This is not the time. For any of that. This is the time to use this opportunities. This crisis convergence, this convergence of opportunities, to use this opportunity and all of the opportunities to integrate the virtues within you and within your heart. Integrate perseverance and surrender. Start there. And your light will start to shine. More and more. And your greatness come forth. For all of who you are and what you are here to do and to co-create. And you won't be doing any of it alone. The word perseverance has within it the word serve, the root of the word. Remember that. It's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a somewhat prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message. And then we'll finish back completing with praising. This time we're just going to do the Adonai Elohim just to bring it all full circle just a couple times, just two or three times. Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Elohim, Adonai 
We'll slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation. As I'm coming up out of the meditation, I'll share a few things. First, one of the things that I felt very strongly is just a very, very deep grounding, um, which I'm very grateful for. And I felt that he wasn't just doing it to me, that that was part of the, the whole planetary light work, energy work that he was doing really trying to take so much kinetic, frenetic, fearful, chaotic energies and just kind of ground it. I feel like it was aligning, aligning and grounding, grounding, grounding. Um, and when we're grounded, we can respond so much differently. So in so many better ways. Also, what stands out to me is when he was talking about the greatness and the greatness that we have the potential for, I was seeing so much light. There was just so much light flooding during that time period. And I felt like it was flooding to us and it was flooding into the earth and it was just flooding, flooding, flooding. So much light to activate that greatness. So I believe a lot of the light activation not only this deep grounding, but the light activation, what it was activating and awakening is a, this light during this, this light of greatness that he's talking about for us to shine our unique personal one, right? It doesn't mean we can compare it to any of it's incomparable, right? It's like, um, whatever we're the greatest at. <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't mean we're all going to be on some big stage somewhere. That's not what he's talking about. In fact, I think sometimes we want to shy away from our power and shine away from that light and bury that light because we think it means that it's going to be that to let that greatness shine. So, no, it's our unique personal, right? It's our unique personal. We don't have to hide that light. That was also something that was just I was just very, very aware of that light within us and how magnanimous that it's it already is and then he was just adding that light and i was just feeling it and um we just need to allow it right allow it i was really struck by the integration of the virtues um after hearing him uh, speak about them for so long now, for so many months and so many messages. I'm not sure if he's talked about perseverance before. This might be a new one. Maybe he's mentioned it. I have to look back at the list. There have been a couple people that have made lists of some of the virtues that Michael's talked about through these messages. This is definitely a new way of describing it if he has talked about it before. Integrating it with the virtue of surrender. Yeah, that's what stands out to me. It was a beautiful message as always. <laughs> always in awe of these experiences. Um, he did lead us in some little processes there. I mean, not only did he describe some some processes for us to do, but he did lead a couple little things. So um, not a full meditation, but some things for us to work with, I believe. And, um, 
I will be starting up a new Archangel Michael study group. So I'm forming a new Archangel Michael study group um, in which we will be studying these messages. And so that's going to be starting up on the second Tuesday in July. Um, and uh, those who have participated in that before, um, you know, you, you, are welcome to join again. It's all these all new messages, right? And if you've never participated before, um, it's a whole new group forming to study these messages. So the messages that come through on the 21st of the month will be studied on the second Tuesday of the following month. And it'll be a transcript of them. Um, and it, you know, so you all get the free recordings, right? But um, those who join the study group will actually get a written transcript as well. Um, and we'll go through kind of word for word and we'll actually study it. And then it's also a um, study group and meditation circle. So I'll, I'll make sure that those parts that he does talk about that um, I usually write a meditation or take those parts and kind of lead that um, so I'll make sure that in the next one I, I hone in on those things that he kind of gave us, I think, as some meditation steps, uh, some things to meditate and reflect on. So um, I'll be sending out emails to everybody who um, is a part of this. So uh, you have the opportunity to join or not join. It's it's totally up to you. But um, be watching for that. I think I'll send the emails out tomorrow or the next day uh, regarding the Archangel Michael uh, study group and meditation all right, so if anybody has any questions um, or has anything that they would like to say or add, um, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, the volume ended up being okay for everybody. But now is the time to uh, put something into the chat if you'd like, even if you'd like to just make a comment or say goodbye in some way. It was very peaceful, I agree. Um, I feel so much more relaxed and peaceful after that. So I agree. Thank you. If anybody would just like to say goodbye, you're welcome to type it into the chat now. I'll uh, turn the recording off while we're doing that.